everyone. Welcome back to Royville. Um, just figured that we could talk a little bit. I went to a convention this weekend with Ellen. We did, yeah. With Ellen, <laughs> yes, yes. We went to a convention uh, called Fantasticon, and I also talked about the con around my phone and got a advertisement for a local game slash comic shop. So I checked that out. So I figured I was thinking about comics and so we could possibly talk about them. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've had a love of the funnies. <laughs> Uh, as as they used to say, um, I've had a love of comic books for most of my life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pushing the uh, half centennial, so um, it's been most of my life. I when I was younger, they still had the spinner racks at uh, the local grocery stores, so. Mom would allow me to look at those. I don't know if she just left me there. Or, I mean, that was back in the day when you could, you know, leave oh. your kid with guns and, and chewing tobacco and it really didn't matter. Oh, the 80s. <laughs> yes, exactly. Those so, poor, naive 80s. <laughs> yes. So I would hang out at the spinner rack and look at all those. And every once in a while, Mom would uh, get me a, a comic or two. And I'd take them home and consume them. And I think I still have a couple from back in the day. But let me tell you, they're not in good condition. I would really hope that you didn't recently purchase Superman Meets the Quick Bunny. That's no, no. All I, I got to say. But I do have that one. I do have that one. Um, it was mostly, I guess, Superman. Probably some Spider-Man. I do remember, actually... I specifically i still have a batman i got off the spinner rack uh, back in the 80s wow um it's i mean it's in okay condition it's not in great condition it's probably worth five cents at this point i don't know but so that was that was kind of my introduction to comic books. I I liked them a lot. Um, the first con I still remember the first comic book I bought. It was Fantastic Four, two seventy six. I was at a flea market with my cousin. He was into collecting comics back in the day, and he has since grown up and uh, uh, probably would think my still liking comics is juvenile but you know it is what it is um but we were at a flea market and i had specifically gone with him because he was going to introduce me to buying comics collecting comics and so we went and i saw this fantastic four 276 black and white cover and i was like "Ooh, this one could be really expensive it's black and white maybe it's a misprint maybe it was supposed to be yeah it wasn't supposed to be color it was just a black and white cover because of light because of light well a the light effect like i think a character was oh. using a bunch of lights 
So it was black and white. Yeah, I was naive. I thought I had found a treasure. I did find a treasure, just not the treasure that I thought I did. But, um, but ever, I mean, at the start of that, that was my first comic. I still have it. And actually, that one's in pretty good condition because when I bought it, it was already what they call bagged and boarded. Um, so the comic was put into a bag with a board behind it so that it would kind of keep for a while. Uh, for years, actually. Um... And then I got into it quite a bit. Um, That was before high school. Then when I got a job uh, as a paper boy. And yes, yes, I was. That was my first job. I want my $2 for comic books. Back in the day, you could buy a couple comic books for $2. Not anymore. Um, but yeah, so I started collecting comic books, um, then into high school because I was the kind of kid that when you bought clothes, you bought the special brand. They called it Husky. Okay. Uh, and Husky, if you don't know, was the primary brand, not so much brand, but I mean, you know, size, uh, for kids that were more to love. Okay. Uh, and I had, uh, great jeans. So not jeans as in wearing jeans, but jeans is what is passed down to you. Well, I guess you could pass Cool jeans, but but DNA. No, okay, not not jeans with a J. Jeans with a G. Yes, yes, the G jeans. Okay. Um, and so I would break out a lot. Wow, we're getting deep into my tragic childhood. But anyway, I'm not sure Steve was prepared for this. No, I'm sorry, no, guys. I was just gonna have fun talking about comic books. Anyway, so uh, let's just say there was a few names I was called, and so I didn't have. I know this is extremely hard to believe, but I didn't have a lot of friends back in the day, especially pre-high school. Once high school hit, I started to um, branch out, but I still I still bought comic books, and and at the time, you know, the disposable income of a, a preteen that was delivering papers and a teenager. Uh, that had a very cheap car. Um, I was buying a lot of books. I think at the most I was buying like 30 comics a month. Reading all of them. It's one a day. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, comic books are not that long. You can read 10. I, I usually sat and read like 10 in a day. So I would read, you know, a couple and then... And you would get them through the through the month. So you would get them, you know, traditionally and now, comic book day, the day that all the comics come out is on Wednesday. So you would go to the store at Wednesday. And we had a local comic shop that was, uh, that sadly is no longer there. Um, and I, that, that was an interesting story in and of itself. But... I had my local comic shop that I had my pulls, was what they call them. You go and you 
at, at that time, they printed you out a big checklist and you just went down and you put either a, a X that you wanted it or you put a number. And if it was an X, you got one copy of it. And if it was a number, you got however many ones you you said. So if I wanted 10 copies of X-Men 55, I got 10 copies of X-Men 55. Not that I did that, but that's that's the way it went. So I would get my poll sheet, I would fill it out, and I would turn it in, and then every Wednesday something would come in, and I would pick them up. And I read mostly back then, it was, I was kind of a Marvel guy. There's nothing really that wrong with that. No, no, I mean, I remember I was a big Spider-Man well, you still kind of are. Well, yeah, yeah, I do. I do like uh, a Spidey quite a bit. I was a big Spider Man. I was a big uh, X Men fan. Um, follow the mutants. Follow. Great storyline. Oh, fall. Follow the mutants. Yes, I not follow. Follow the mutants. Yes, <laughs> follow the mutants to the comic store because that's where you're gonna buy them. I was like, what? So I, had a, I got a lot of X Men. I got and there were multiple books of different X Men teams, and I was getting all of them and reading them. And uh, Spider Man, Superman, those were the big ones. And then I got into indie books quite a bit, like uh, like Sandman or like Fables. I guess Sandman's not really an indie. Well, comic. Fables also wasn't around way back when. Um, I'm talking like when the image explosion happened. Oh. Yes, I was, uh, I was at the front gates when that happened. I was, I saw it all right there. All of the heroes lost their feet. All the heroes lost their feet. They got huge belts with pockets everywhere. No eyeballs. No eyeballs. Weird styles. Well, contorted um, uh, back spines. Oh, yeah. Women, they, women with bendy spines. Where they all had, I don't know what that would be called, spina well, bifida? I, I don't know. No, I don't, but I don't. they could turn their, their, their spines in such a manner that both their chest and their rear ends could be seen at the same time. It was glorious for a high school guy. But, um, yeah, so... I collected for quite some time. Um, I still remember stories fondly. Uh, like I said, The Fall of the Mutants, a number of Spider-Man storylines. I was there when Spider-Man, when Peter Parker and Mary Jane got married. Were you also there when... Uh, I Thankfully, actually, I was not there when he made the deal. I had to hear about it from a buddy. Deal with the devil, man. Yep, yep. Anyway. So, so I collected for quite a while. And then as I got kind of more refined, I started to realize that I liked younger heroes. Kind of the coming of age story. Um, I was really into the New Mutants. Um, I was into another group called the New Warriors um, with arguably the uh, most amazing Marvel Comics character ever, Speedball, that wherever he goes, he creates a ball pit 
Um, very amazing character. <laughs> but um, why? So, so Speedball, uh, as all things go, got hit with some funky radiation um, or whatever. He I wasn't a mutant? No, uh, I don't think so. I actually haven't read it in quite some time. Um, but basically, his powers, he would absorb kinetic energy, but it would ricochet him. So, like, if something hit him, he would absorb the kinetic energy and then bounce like a bouncy ball. Okay. And the more times he did that, the more kinetic energy he got hit with, the faster he would go, thereby being called speedball. So, if he was in a room and there was a bunch of, like, gangsters in it, and somebody punched him, then it could basically wind up that he's just knocking them all out because he's flying all over the room, bouncing, hitting into them, and when he hits into them, he gets more kinetic energy, gets faster. Yeah, so, uh, and as a byproduct of this power, little glowing balls of energy would just flow out of him like if some kid jumped into a ball pit. Huh. So, I don't know. I've always had a a weird love for that character just because he has whacked out powers. Um, I, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, he was a part of the New Warriors. And then I got into really heavily reading... Now, these comics came, and this is something we're going to probably touch on in a little bit uh, about what we want to talk about towards the end of this. I got really into Titans. The new Teen Titans. The new Teen Titans? Not the new Titans? Not the new Titans. There's actually another comic called The New Titans. No, the new Teen Titans with the... Well, I can't say the classic team, but in my opinion, since they were that was when I was introduced to it, the classic team of Dick Grayson, Robin, um, Beast Boy slash Chameleon, uh, the Shape Changer, Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, and Wonder Girl. All right, so that's that's like the OG lineup. Minus Speedy. Minus Speedy. And Aqualad. And Aqualad. Oh, yes. And I, I totally forgot the Flash. Uh, Wally West Flash was uh, a part of the team. So I was not collecting comics when they first came out. So I got them in trades. I got them uh, in reprints. Pretty much any any place I could get a hold of them. And I read that. A lot. They became pretty much, uh, they quickly took over uh, and became kind of the primary team. The X-Men fell to the side. Granted, I still bought these. I still like them, but the X-Men fell to the side. The, the New Mutants fell to the side. The New Warriors fell to the side. Even the Justice League fell to the side. And I really liked the Justice League, too, at the time. What about the Justice Society? I thought you read them, too. I did read the Justice Society, and I do still really like the Justice Society. And I think... The reason is, now Justice Society is, if you're not aware, 
is a group of heroes, DC Comics. They were kind of the first group, the first kind of team. Um, the Justice Society of America, not the Justice League of America. So they're the they're kind of the OGs. They are the heroes from the 40s and 50s. Um, Superman was on the team. Batman. Uh, Batman was on the team. Wonder Woman was on the team. But there were also a lot of other great characters that were on the team that you don't really see much anymore in mainstream like wildcat like wildcat who is basically just a boxer with a costume and a cat face uh, uh he didn't have a cat face the costume had a cat face right, there was right. wildcat there was the original green lantern that yes had a ring but the ring was based off of magic and it didn't affect wood i don't know why that was it wasn't affected by wood it couldn't affect wood oh that was his weakness yes his weakness was anything wooden oh so it wasn't yellow no no which if you are if you are listening to this and you are aware of green lantern at all the current green lantern uh is is uh his arch nemesis is basically yellow because in the current um incarnation yellow is fear it's, yeah, and yeah. and green is willpower. And so. green is willpower. So, but anyway, I'm sorry, I derailed. Dig- no, no, that's okay. So we digress a little bit. So there's that. There's the original Flash, Jay Garrick. There's uh, the Spectre. Who talk about Superman? Why do you have a Justice League? Why do you have a Justice Society with the Spectre, who is basically the power of of an avenging angel in mortal form. I read a, so I was reading, I was kind of going back and I was reading some older comics um, and I was reading a specter and he was fighting a guy and he was fighting him through all space and time. (laughs) At once. Like, he would punch him into another dimension, and he would go after him. They were literally fighting from, like, the beginning of time to the end of time. And yet, this guy's on a team with a guy that dresses like a cat and can punch you. A winged dude. I mean, he's on a, he's on the team with the winged guys, too. Uh, Hawkman. Hawkman. Hawkman, yep. Hawkman and Hawk Girl, the first incarnations of them. Uh, as well. Oh, and why, how could we forget? Power Man. My favorite Justice Society character, Our Man, who gets his powers from drugs. For one hour. For one hour. Love that guy. Uh, the the drug that he had to intake, do you know what it was? Mm-mm. It was called Miraclo. Or Miraclo. I don't know. I always had to read it, so... Uh, I always called it Miraclo, but... What about Johnny Thunder? Wasn't he... Johnny Thunder, yep. Johnny Thunder was a member of the Justice Society. He was a, I think, relative teen, but he had basically a genie. Kind of mischievous genie that he controlled. And once again, the genie was quite powerful. What was the genie's name? I cannot remember. 
Do you remember? No. Oh, no. I. That's why I'm asking you. If you, you. remember, comment. <laughs> if, you, if you're listening to this and you know the uh, uh, genie's name, uh, then comment. Because I can't remember what it was. And now I'm trying to... Oh, um, uh, Starman was also a member. And Stripesy. Stripesy. Star well, Spangled Kid. He was a sidekick. But... Right, right. Uh, Star Spangled Kid. But, so yeah. So I really... Like the Justice Society, um, because they were kind of the older heroes. I liked the Teen Titans. And I kind of realized as I was getting older with these comics, I really liked the legacy of it all. Um, the Teen Titans were the apprentices of heroes that had mentored them for quite some time. Obviously, Robin, Batman, uh, Wonder Girl, um, Wonder Woman, which we we're going to have to get into that a lot later. Yeah, that will come up later. Um, obviously, Wally West Flash to Barry, uh, to, uh, Barry Allen's Flash, um, Speedy to Green Arrow and so forth. Um, so they were kind of legacy characters. I was young. It's going to sound really sad. I'm going to start crying. They were my friends. Oh, no. Well, you know, I was a fat kid with a lot of acne. So, um, I had a couple buddies. um, But most of the time, I was reading comics or reading, you know, Robert E. Howard or or whatever. So, um... So I got really into the stories. I loved looking at the pictures. I loved the artwork. I wish I would have been a little bit more cognizant of who different artists were on different books. Obviously, I know the greats. I know George Perez for the New Teen Titans. I know Jack Kirby uh, for many, many... Well... Granted, George Perez for many things, too, but I was originally really introduced and really knew who he was through the New Teen Titans. Um, so I, I started to realize that I really liked these, these coming-of-age heroes because I was coming-of-age. And I've basically kind of loved that through my whole life, and I still do. My super team right now is the Titans. Uh, They're still in comic books. Um, There was a comic that was, I can't say short-lived, because I think it had multiple year run, but it was called Infinity Inc. They were legacy heroes from the Justice Society. So there was Power Girl, the cousin of Superman. There was the Huntress, the daughter of Batman. Now... Now, I guess it needs to be said that these Justice Society characters were all from Earth 2. And the main... Yeah, so they were kind of split. Is that Golden Age or is that Silver Age? That's Golden Age. Okay. Uh, That's mostly Golden Age. And then the Silver Age kind of on up was like the Prime Earth. Well, not Prime Earth, but, but the Earth that you're kind of reading mostly. So there was a Superman of Earth 2 who had... Who married Selena Kyle and had a daughter. You mean Batman. Sorry, yes, yes, sorry, yes. Uh, Batman. Uh, Bruce Wayne marries Selena Kyle. They have a daughter, Helena Wayne. She becomes a huntress. Um, which uh, we 
do some role playing stuff and our superhero no, game. We don't. I know, I know. We yeah. Um, but you will be hearing a little bit about the Huntress uh, cases, the Huntress files, um, because I run Ellen in a DC comic superhero game, and because I love legacy characters, she is playing the Huntress. Uh, in a DC Comics world of my own imagining. Kind of like if what I would have wanted uh, in a DC Comics universe. Before we get too far into like where we're going, okay, I will interject here. And about this, well, about six-ish years later, Steve and I met and we were friends. Okay. I'll, well, maybe, um... I, I'm, I'm being... I'm underestimating how long that was, actually. True, but I'll allow it. Okay. At that point... I was still a big dork and a nerd. (laughs) Just so you know. Like, that hasn't changed. Yeah. Um, The acne acne had cleared up, though. Thank God. Um, And I was... I don't know. I might have still been husky. Well, I don't know. Maybe. But they wouldn't have called me that because I was an adult at that point. (laughs) That's only to um, horribly uh, maim the psyche of your child. When Steve and I first started talking, when we first started uh, being friends, uh, he was still purchasing comics, but he was still purchasing X-Men and Marvel titles. Mm -hmm. Um. Just as a disclaimer, most of the comics that I had read were sporadic at best. It wasn't something that my... It's not that my parents didn't like comics, but they weren't comic book readers even as kids, like on a regular basis. So it wasn't something they prioritized. I read a lot, but I read a lot of like text... I mean, like a lot of books. Um... Not that comics are... I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to, like, down that. I'm just saying my background was not sequential art. Um, I did read some Archie. Right on. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say to that. Um, but, I mean, I, I did... I was introduced to the characters through pop culture. Wonder Woman had a television show that I watched in, in syndication... Superman had a series of movies as well as the Super Friends. Spider-Man had his amazing friends. Uh, There wasn't really a Batman movie, but Adam West. Batman movie was like right before I hit high school. So Mm. it was a really good movie and it was a lot of fun. But anyway, when Steve and I first started meeting and actually connecting as friends back... Way more years ago than I want to admit because it's way long time ago. He would purchase books. He would purchase comic books and he would loan them to me. So at the time... What was was I thinking? I don't know. (laughs) At the time, the Ultimate Universe had just kind of kicked off. So I was reading the Ultimate X-Men and the Ultimates and the new X-Men and... The Astonishing X-Men? Is that one? Is that? Yeah, but that wasn't, that wasn't like the ultimate line, but yeah, the Astonishing X-Men. Well, no, no, neither was the new X-Men. The new X-Men was was main continuity as well. Um, But I was reading those pretty much until one of my favorite characters became a a weirdly abusive psychopath 
or maybe he always was, and I just overlooked it. Was that Ant-Man? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that was my main introduction to sequential art as Steve is talking about, as an actual comic fan. Since then, I, I read them on occasion, um, but most of what I do to keep up with comic book stuff is I talk to Steve or I watch a movie or something online or read Hey, Wikipedia. Steve, do you know anything about this character? Well, Ellen, do you have the next four hours for me to tell you all about him? <laughs> oh, God, what did I do? One of the only channels that we follow is a comic book reviewer that I have gotten a lot of my continuity knowledge from. So you can check him out. Um... But yeah. Are we name dropping? We don't have to. We can. Well, you said you could check them out. Well, the thing is, it's the only thing that Royville as a YouTube channel follows aside from... Ah, so we're going to make you look for it. It's literally <laughs> down at the scroll. Just scroll. Just scroll. Scroll or scroll? Scroll. Okay, because definitely not scrolls. It's atop the fourth wall. Jeez. Well, scrolls are an alien race bent on destruction and, and conquering. Okay. Yes. So. We don't want you to scroll. Right. Right. So. But anyway, the but I've gotten a lot of my knowledge from a top the fourth wall produced by Lewis Lovehog, which we do follow. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. And Steve's going to make fun of me no matter how I handle this particular thing. Um, you know. <laughs> But anyway, that's my interjection. I can't really... I have my characters that I happen to enjoy. Okay. Actually, that, that leads us into, into something we can talk about. Now, yes, there are independent comics I've read. I'm really into Fables. Uh, I like that comic series quite a bit. Uh, we've mentioned uh, the image comics um young blood <laughs> young blood yeah okay um i don't know i don't really you didn't, you didn't let's really just say i don't that. even care to look at the old image comics anymore i guess i don't well, know well, I maybe if it, i image did produce ted uh, todd mcfarlane and spawn so i yes, can't really yes. like i i was a long fan of spawn i have probably most of the issues up till like Issue eighty or so. I, I can't. I can't diss on image and the influence on the industry. It's just some of the artwork from the nineties was, mm -hmm. and it's not just. A lot of people blame Liefeld. It's not just Liefeld. Jim Lee was drawing like that too, and Jim Lee's one of the greats. Right. So. Well, technically, depending on who you talk to, I mean, Liefeld's one of the greats. That makes me sad. <laughs> But that's okay. Actually, that's okay. It's just a difference of opinion as far as what's pleasing to somebody's eye. Right, right. It's just not pleasing to mine. Right, right. They need to have feet. So that being said, uh, the two biggies, the two bigs are DC Comics and Marvel Comics. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I've always liked the hero story. I... It's kind of funny because Deathstroke is one of my favorite villains. New Teen Titans. Yes, bad guy. Kind of 
some some blah, blah, some growth. Like unlike most villains, he had well, right. some. Well, I, I where I'm going with this oh, is okay, I really like that villain. I like the hero story though. There is a comic where Deathstroke is the main character, oh, and okay. I really didn't like it. I got gotcha. you. I like I'm the sorry. hero story. I like the villain as a villain. I don't really so much like the villain as, hey, I'm not really the villain. You should like me because I did this one thing nice for this one person. You know, so I like the hero story. I like the coming of age story. I like the characters that start kind of young and, and, and develop and, and grow up, you know, because when I was reading those as a kid, they were kind of for lack of a better phrase, my age. And then as I got older, they got older as well. Um, so, but that being said, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I have my answers. So we're going to go Marvel first, then DC. Marvel, favorite hero? Uh, Black Widow. Black Widow, why? She's badass. All right, that's the elevator pitch. Best villain, Marvel, go. Best villain, Magneto. Magneto, why? He's got depth. He's actually got a character. He's not just mustache twirling evil. All right. And so for me, I have to say, and you might see a thing. It's funny because I have to say this. I love cosmically powered heroes. You're not going to think that when I tell you all of my favorite characters. Best character in Marvel, the multiple man, Jamie Madrox. He's a regular dude that can just duplicate himself. Maybe I liked him so much because I didn't have friends as a kid. He could make his own friends, honey. <laughs> so maybe that's that. Okay, best villain. Now this one, I don't, man, this is hard for me. Best villain in Marvel. Wow, I don't know. I, I don't know if I can narrow it down. Well, give us some, because one of them's Doom for you. I'm almost positive. Do, yes, yes, I do like Doctor Doom. I do like Doctor Doom. But that was, he was also kind of the main bad guy when I first started mm -hmm. getting into comics because of the Fantastic Four. Um, so I really like Doom. Um, I'm not so much into Magneto. I'm not really much. And it's funny because I read a lot of, I read a lot of X-Men when I was younger. And I could give or take most of their bad guys. I like Magneto because he was more than his power, I mm. think. Because, you know, you get really cheesy villains sometimes. Not so much in, honestly, not so much in Marvel, really. I mean, sometimes, but in DC you do. You get the weather wizard. I mean, you know, you can get some really cheesy, not really deep characters. Whereas mm -hmm. Magneto has a backstory. He has a family. He's a bad guy, not because he, well, okay. Now, I know in the back, in, in his backstory, he was mustache twirling evil because that's how all villains were written. Mm -hmm. But Magneto of... The modern era had a family. He was he, he was a bad guy because he had he was antagonistic towards our heroes, not because he was flat out evil. Mm. Okay, I, I thought that's what made him interesting to me. Whereas, 
at least at the time that I was reading Marvel, a lot of the DC villains, I know better now, but a lot of the DC villains seem very just two-dimensional and kind of flat and mustache twirling. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm going to challenge you when I tell you who my DC villain is. However, uh, another reason why I like Dr. Doom, I'm kind of... um, um, stalling for another villain um, <laughs> but is because kind of a tragic figure he loses his mother and a lot of his wanting to gain power not a lot of it i guess but part of his motivation is for wanting to gain power and to um gain power and sorcery is because he goes i think it's once a year I could be wrong on that. If you know, comment below. But he goes once a year into hell to try to rescue his mother. Wow, I did not Talk know about that. the ultimate villain's mama's boy. But I thought I, that that's some death there. That's some interesting stuff there, I he think. He did also spend a year trying to pick up Mjolnir. That's true. That's true. Like, pretty much that was all uh, he did. Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, I could say the Enchantress... Because once again, if I was also very into Thor. Surprise. Color me surprised. Yeah. Color, I'm kind of into the Viking Norse thing. So I was very into Thor. So that being said, I will say Enchantress because she turned Thor into a frog. Describe my face right now. Utter shock and disbelief. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just was blinking at him. Uh, That's so, interesting. Yeah. So, uh, so I like a lot of the the, the Thor villains. Uh, I'm trying to think of classic ones though, because I mean, Gore the God Butcher, amazing character, amazing run on uh, Thor, and that's. In the grand scheme of things, of the, all the years that I've been reading comics, it's relatively recent. Um, so, ah. Another one I could not, I guess, played amazingly by, was it D'Onofrio? Willem Dafoe? No, 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 no. Um, Kingpin. Oh, yeah, I can't remember his name. But yeah, he was brilliant in the, da- in the, the Daredevil I really like Kingpin because he was just, well... Kind of made me think he was just kind of a dude, but I know sometimes he's like super strong and durable, and sometimes he's not. Sometimes he's just a fat guy. Like I don't, you know. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it depends on who's writing the story. Right, right. So, but um, I think that he has a very good character, um, and it just all kind of depends on. Uh, who's writing him, if he has powers, or if he's just, I can't even really say that he's a, sorry, for lack of a better term, a fat guy, Um, because... Well, he's kind of like a giant, isn't he? Well, I know, but he's like, I think, though, the reason he's that big is because it's like he's imposing. He's Mm -hmm. larger than life. He's the kingpin. You know what I mean? As opposed to someone like me... Who's just overweight. I, I get what you're saying. I, that's what I meant. Like, he's like a giant. He's tall. He's a wall. Yeah. He's yeah. 
He's, he's an imposing figure. He walks into a room and you know he's there. That kind of thing. So, that being said, uh, I do like the Green Goblin, uh, as you kind of referenced William Defoe. I do like the Green Goblin, but I don't like the Power Ranger Green Goblin from the movie. I like the crazy dude that puts a mask on. Which he kind of became in, in this most recent time. Kind of, yeah. They, kind they of, evolved yeah. him. Um, so, okay, so that's Marvel. And so now, which ironically enough, we've been talking a lot about Marvel, but for right now in my life, I think my true love right now is DC Comics. Well, you've the older you've gotten, and actually the older I've gotten, uh, we've... It's going to be a sh- escapism. Yes, it's going to be a very big shocker. But DC Comics is more hopeful than Marvel Comics. I know it's a huge shocker if you've ever set foot in a movie theater. Yeah, and and DC's Earth is not blue. I just yeah yeah. It's and, just not. And they have a normal number of light bulbs. Yes. Um. Anyway. So that being said, okay, so. So do you want me to answer the same? Yes. Well, no, or, for DC. Well, so that's what I mean. The first one, uh, favorite hero. I. It's a hard one to pick, but I think I'm going to go with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? Why? Well, she's badass, but she's compassionate. She's the spirit of truth, and she's kind. Okay. While being badass. Okay. We will not talk about her murdering people then, right? I just, um, yeah, we're not going to, well, maybe eventually we can and you can hear me rant about it. We don't need to do that right now. I okay. think that was a bad choice. All right. So that being said, so that's your, the, the hero. So villain, go. I'm having a hard time narrowing it down. I've been trying to think as you've been talking. Ah, well, it's, it's a tough one. I like a couple of different ones. Can I Can I do two? Sure, you can do two. And actually, neither one of them is Wonder, are Wonder Woman villains, really. I mean, she's fought them because I think in the DCU, I don't think there's one villain that hasn't fought every, right. every hero on right. the Justice League. But I like Lex Luthor. All right, why? Modern Lex Luthor, not crazy scientist Lex Luthor. Because he has evolved through the uh, various incarnations of the Mm -hmm. Superman books. Yeah, if he's wearing purple and green, not my Lex Luthor. If he's wearing a business suit, my Lex Luthor. I like him because he's smart. Yes, he is evil and like a megalomaniac like you would not believe. Megalomaniacal? Is that... A word? I don't know. <laughs> I could just be making stuff up, but go ahead. Um, but he is smart, and he is logical, and he was president, and he was a good president as far as the DCU was concerned. Even Take that, bad villain. presidents. Well, no, I'm just saying, even though he was... I, I don't want to get into politics for real, but I can get into fictional politics, right? Okay. Okay. So you're saying that a businessman... Corporate billionaire, super evil, became president of the United States and was good for the country. Fantasy. 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 Uh, I'm just, I'm just, we're, we're talking about fiction here. We're, we're, we're skirting awfully dangerously towards All right, so the line. then what's your second one? What's your second villain then that you, Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe surprised. Okay. 
It's the Riddler. The Riddler? I am actually surprised at that. Or the Trickster. Like, I guess, because they're kind of the same character. Okay. I mean, not... We will agree to disagree on that. Well, the Riddler, because he's like a lot of Batman and or DC comic villains, he has sort of a tragic-ish backstory. He went crazy. He's very smart again. He's fun, but sad at the same time. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are reading way too much into these funny books. Am I? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> but I, my, my honorable mention was Mr. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze? Wow, he's your honorable mention? Well, I thought you'd be like, I thought he'd be in your top two, if not top. Well, I know you like Lex Luthor a lot, so mm-hmm. maybe at least your top two. I. Because he is a tragic figure. He is a tragic figure. I, I like my villains to be, yes, evil, doing bad things. But I also like my heroes trying to rehabilitate the, the villains. Mm, okay. And Batman and Flash heroes i needed to nod to at least one of them i was gonna say the joker which i think would have made you die so i'm not going to Uh, i don't know i'm not into the joker the joker i i like as a villain because he's a villain i know but like i I might get get hate mail on this but the joker is not by far like the joker is not even in probably my top 25 villains who's your favorite Flash villain. No, no, I can't say that because I'm using my favorite Flash villain as my favorite villain of all time. Okay, okay. Because I know where you're going there. (laughs) I know exactly where you're going there. And he is going to... Okay, so I'm going to... Okay, I'm done. I keep moving back and forth. So people... (laughs) I'm scared that people are going to be like, this guy needs to... Pick a spot and stay this much away from the uh, recorder. But I also, before we move on to you, okay, my honorable mention on the on the heroes. Okay. Since I gave an honorable. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Is it start with a booster and end with a gold? <laughs> <laughs> and and actually, on my list of uh, villains, I was thinking of spoilers. You know who I'm talking about. I don't know if I do. I'm afraid to say it because it's a spoiler for 52. Oh, okay. Go ahead. I can say it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so spoiler alert, it skeets. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. He was a great villain. Anyway, go on. Okay, all right. So, uh, hero. Number one hero is by far, and this is probably actually, this Hero is most likely my favorite hero on any comic industry book. Uh, And that is Dick Grayson as Robin and Nightwing. Okay. Um, When I was younger, yes, I read Bat titles, but I was always fascinated with Robin because he was the guy that got to go hang out with Batman. He was the normal kid. He wasn't a billionaire. He didn't have powers. 
he got to hang out with Batman and fight crime with Batman. Arguably the greatest per, the greatest hero of all time. And as I, he was young, I was young when I was reading him uh, when I was a kid. And then he grew up. He became a leader of, in his teens, he became a leader of a group of superheroes. Had friends. He then stepped out of Batman's spotlight like a child, a teenager, steps out of the spotlight of their parents and became the head of the Teen Titans and then Nightwing. He was no longer just Robins to Batman. He was Nightwing. And he has progressed. I will say that he is kind of stagnant in that kind of 20-something, 30-something individual. But then... When he is older, he actually takes on the mantle of his mentor. He is Batman for a time, and he does have a Robin with him, thereby basically graduating, thereby fulfilling kind of this prophecy of when he was a child. So yeah, so by far, Dick Grayson, and I'm just going to say Dick Grayson, because Dick Grayson in whatever costume he puts on, whether it be Robin, um, uh, Nightwing, or Batman, um, or Vigilante, um, or was it X in the cartoon? I can't remember. In the Teen Titans cartoon, he put on this like X mask. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that's not that's either been here or there. Yeah. I've seen it. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I will say Dick Grayson, the man, um, in whatever form he takes. I, I really like that character. Number one hero. Honorable mentions, since you do honorable mentions. I only did it for DC, so I'll let you do it for this too. All right. So, honorable mention, the elongated man. Huh? Really like the elongated man. Best detective in the world. Uh, arguably the best detective in the world. Batman even says that he is a better detective than him. Uh, I've always, for some reason, liked elongation powers. Maybe once again, because I, when I started buying comics, Reed Richards of the mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Um, and another thing I liked is he had a loving wife and they went on adventures together and... Sad face, I know what eventually happens, but they had a good relationship. And so many times you see in comics, the relationship's not good, or they get a divorce, or... or they don't a, tell each other the truth about who they are. They don't tell each other the truth about who they are, and they had a loving... So, so first honorable mention, elongated man. Uh, second honorable mention, and you will probably get this based off of what I've been saying before, but Captain Marvel. Not Marvel's comics, Shazam. Captain Marvel. Shazam DC Comics. He was a young Billy boy. Batson. He was a young boy with a magic word, and he became Superman, basically. Loved it as a child. Actually, Loved it. Still love it. It's pretty wholesome and good. I mean, yeah. Well, unless he's being a, 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 a new fifty-two. There, yeah. There, there's yeah. a time when Billy Batson's kind of a, a a a jerk. A jerk. Yes. I'm trying to think of a word that I can say and not be because uh, I want this to be you know something that, that the whole family can listen to. 
Uh, but yes, uh, Captain Marvel, Shazam, another honorable mention. Oh my gosh, I could go all night with honorable he mentions. Can name the whole DC universe. Yeah, I, I probably can. Um, okay, so that being said, back to our Flash thing. Favorite villain of all time from DC Comics Captain. is Captain Cold. Captain Cold. I love me some Captain Cold. When I read the comics that Captain Cold was in, he always came off to me as a guy that just had a gun and he was doing some stuff to either support his family or what. He was just a guy. He wasn't an arch villain. He wasn't this megalomaniac that wanted to take over the world. He was just a guy looking out for himself. And I ate it up. I, Captain Cold by far. Um, honorable mentions. Gosh, once again, honorable mentions. Uh, I will have to say, honorable mention, Dark Side. Because dude's badass. He sits on a sofa like nobody else. Yeah, he sits on a sofa like nobody else. But that being said, darkness is. Dark side is. So Dark Side is a good honorable mention. I like Lex Luthor. Um, oh, what am I even talking about? Honorable mention Cobblepot the Penguin. He's not crazy. No, he's, he's just, just a gangster. A, he's just a gangster. With a he's gun. He's Oswald the Penguin Cobblepot. And maybe that's kind of why I do not riff on Joker so much because my favorite Batman villain is the Penguin. And that might be. I just, I, I choose... There's a big thing in DC. They talk about it in Marvel, but they don't follow through as much. I mean, Spider-Man does a little bit, but in DC, the job of the superhero is not to work against the authorities. They work alongside the authorities. They are trying to rehabilitate the villain. I know that Arkham is not the best place for it, but that was the point of <laughs> Arkham. Let's rehabilitate uh, our villains by putting them into a freaking horror show. <laughs> but you know, but you do understand what I'm right, saying. Right, yeah, I understand. Especially with like Flash villains and Batman villains, almost none of them are evil. Like they're evil, as in the the sense of. I'm trying to think of a good one to throw out there, and the only one I can think of is Joker. Joker is just straight up evil because he is crazy as hell. I, I'm sorry, excuse my language, but he is. He is. He is fictionally. The most crazy that anybody could write a character. Mm. There's no predicting his motives. There's no predicting what he's going to do. In fact, if you try, nine times out of ten, he'll be like, oh, you think I'm going to kill this person? Here, have a kitten. Right. I'm just, you know, yeah. like, it's... Yeah. That's why I like him. It's It's a sense of chaos to... Like... And that's not even right because, especially in Batman, in, in Gotham City, it is chaos. It's 
um, it's just a sense of unpredictableness to Batman's complete over the top, over the top, I'm perfect and I do everything right. He cannot, like he can capture the Joker, but the Joker is like his opposite. There is nothing that Batman can do to fix Joker. Hmm. Okay. He, he, that's why I like him. I No, that's that's arguably very good points. Uh, I just, I don't riff on the guy. And that's fine. That's fine. But what about Trickster? Um, well, Trickster's Played amazingly sad. by Mark Hamill. But Trickster's also kind of a sad character. He's he's crazy, and he went on when he went on his meds. He right, stopped well, being a villain. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but anyway, go on. Sorry. Um, so yeah. So um, so needless to say, I have a long um, love affair with comic books, and as you guys know, we are doing a movie thing. Uh, the 50 Best, 50 Worst Movies Reviews. So I talked to Ellen, and we have decided, well, I have decided, and she has decided to go along with me for a little bit at least. Hopefully it'll be a lot longer than a little bit. But do you want to say something? Well, we're going to... Oh, okay, I'm to... sorry. She she did a, a big smile and an, an inhalation well, of breath. I wanted to make sure that... It's a big announcement. Is the grand opening of the Royville Comics. Oh, store. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. So so we had some people move into Royville. And they are just as geeky as we are. And seeing how we have a lot of fictional money, we <laughs> helped them start... Just a, because there was a um, uh, old nice little warehouse um, just across from the Royville Movie Theater. Movie so, house. Movie house. Well, yeah, movie house. Um, so we uh, bought the property with our fictional money in our fictional town. And they started uh, a comic shop. So we're going to hang out at that comic shop after it closes, obviously, because we don't want to interrupt their business, and sit among the stacks and talk about comics, pop culture, maybe some movies that are more nerdy as opposed to top 50, top uh, good and bad, um, just kind of some collectible fun, pop culture fun, uh, that kind of stuff. As you uh, have been listening, my favorite character is Dick Grayson. Um, I don't want to pull out all my comics that have Dick Grayson in them because I want to keep them nice. So, uh, I have been a long-standing member of the Marvel Comics comic reading app, not sponsored. And DC. DC, sorry, DC. Wow, I, yeah. Uh, don't worry, she'll uh, fix that in, in editing. I'll fix uh, it in post. <laughs> I'll fix it in post. <laughs> um, so I've been a long... Well, actually, that being said, I, I have been a long-standing member of both the Marvel Comics uh, Reading Comics app and the DC Comics Reading app. However, uh, that being said, uh, in those apps, especially the DC one, which I will be speaking about right now, you can look up a character. And it gives you a, if you want to know about this character or how to learn more about this character, read these books. And it gives you basically a 
for lack of a better phrase, a poll list through the app for you to get to know that character. So I did it and I put in Nightwing. And it gave me a long <laughs> list of comics. Alternatively. <laughs> okay. I'm joking. Go on. Um, so, uh, what we're going to uh, try to do uh, is read those comics and discuss them. Are we going to do one issue at a time? Are we going to do... A storyline at a time? I think we should do... Now, these will probably be short... I guess not short episodes, but not an hour long. Maybe... I'm thinking maybe 20 minutes. All right. And I would say we do an issue, a um, cast, an issue, a show. But that being said, maybe we could maybe do a multiple like do one or two mm -hmm. uh and then maybe release them in conjunction or release them in in ellen's our editor so this is also <laughs> kind of on how how fast she wants to do it uh but there'll be a little bit more there'll be smaller episodes more concise um so i'm thinking you know kind of start with the creative team um not really going into much history, but just so because I kind of am sad that I've read all of these comics through the years and I only know a few names of artists and inkers and writers, well, and colorists. Um, so in doing this too, I will, you know, I want to say these names so it might you know kind of ruminate in the back of my head uh and then kind of go through the book uh go through what the issue is um kind of the plot of the issue uh and then maybe in the back at the end you know our likes and dislikes pros and cons for the issue and then if we have anything little else to say about it uh we can so that's what the idea is now we can do this i I really like Dick Grayson, and um, I obviously haven't read all the comics that he's in. I haven't read really a lot of these comics for a while now, because uh, I've read pretty much most of the New Teen Titans run, because um, uh, I also had those in Omnibus. Um, I've read a lot of the older Nightwing books. I've read a lot of the newer Nightwing books. Um, so just to kind of refresh my memory because I love reading them. I love seeing the art. Um, introduce Ellen to a lot of it. See what she thinks about it because arguably this will be the first time she's reading these books. Mostly, yeah. Um, and then just kind of go from there. Now that doesn't mean we're only going to do Nightwing. Um, and you know, in saying we're doing Nightwing, we're doing Dick Grayson. So Dick Grayson goes into a lot of various books. I mean, we'll be reading about the Titans and, and that team and those characters and then other, you know, is this the way that you want do you want to start with Nightwing? Or yeah, I'd like to, to start with okay. Nightwing and go for however long we still enjoy it. 
Um, and then, you know, if somebody says, hey, while you're doing Nightwing, um, there's a Marvel book uh, that I think you should read. So we might do maybe one-offs or, you know, hey, there's this four-issue run that's a really good story. Do you guys want to look at that? And then we might do, you know, like, hey, this week we're not going to be doing Nightwing. We're going to be doing this four-issue run that somebody, you know, said, hey, you guys should check this out. So we can do those as well. I don't want to just say, okay, we're doing Nightwing. Here's the list of books. We have to go and do, I don't know exactly how many there are, but we have to do these hundred books before we do anything else. I was like, if you were going to do like one issue per, I mean, you're looking at two years right there, just in your example. Right, right. Well, yeah, but you know, it is Dick Grayson, so I'm good with that. Anyway. Okay, that's fine. I just, um, I, I just want to Also, Also, we haven't done it yet. So after we um, do the first couple, um, maybe we can see how it goes. Because the app um, does not go through his run in Batman, like from the beginning. Like it has his, actually I don't even think it has his first issue uh, that he appeared in. Now granted the app does, so I think we should read it just for fun. Mm -hmm. Because I'm sure it's amazing scenes how it was made in like the 30s and 40s um well 1940 uh but for example the first i think real series is robin year one okay. and there's like four issues of it so maybe for that one we can do the whole thing okay um, I, I was just i was just curious because you did talk a lot about the Titans, the, the, the new Teen Titans. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if you wanted to start there. because No, well, and Nightwing. also, though, also, though, the books before the Titans, um, because Nightwing doesn't, Dick Grayson doesn't become Nightwing until into the run of, well, into the run of the new Teen Titans, which they retitle Tales of the Teen Titans. Um... So, and there's not very many books. I think there's like maybe 15, maybe 15 books before this list goes into the New Teen Titans. Okay. So, I think it would be good because... Well, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot. I mean, there's a few bat, old Batman titles. Basically, it will give us Dick Grayson as a child. Okay. You know, and then... As we start the Teen Titans, he's kind of coming into so his you're own. you're talking about Dick Grayson, not Nightwing. I'm talking about, yes. Well, I typed in Nightwing, but it came up with a bunch of stuff. Okay. Yeah. That's where I got hung up. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah. So I guess I should say Dick Grayson. Um, so yeah. So we'll start with um, Dick Grayson as Robin. Very young. Um, older books. You know, 1940s, 1950s. Uh, I don't know if it's Bat Baby, but, um, and then we very quickly will transition to going into the new Teen Titans. Okay. And that's where we're probably going to be the bread and butter because that's arguably my favorite run of any comic book. Okay. Just because I like those characters a lot. That, so. That sounds like a plan. That being said, that's kind of the new thing. So... 
Royville is is uh, got a new comic shop. So. Um, I'm thinking that they're naming it just like the Royville Movie House. It's going to be Royville House of Comics. Royville House of Royville Funnies. We should talk to them. Yeah, we'll we'll talk to them and and we'll we'll get back to you. They'll shop it. Mm-hmm. Um. So big announcement. We are going to have yet another. Or well, if. You guys have any ideas of what we could name it? Uh, that's also uh, put a put a comment in there. Um, so our big announcement is we will have yet one more curated <laughs> one more curated playlist that that will go up, and uh, one more thing that may or may not cause Ellen to fall behind on everything. But that's okay. I'm actually getting much better at not getting overwhelmed. This week taught me a lot. And hopefully we'll, um, these will be a little bit more quick, concise. Um, they will be, I'm sure, given what you were just saying. Mm. Um, but basically, and this is the place where I will say it, I have that whole anxiety thing where if too much is happening, I just don't do anything. <laughs> so this week taught me that I, I don't have to not do anything. I can do something and it'll... So this will just be the thing that helps me because we'll be doing it consistently. All right. So I'm going to edit all of that out. You're just going to edit all. <laughs> just, just edit out and just have it that we just say, I like comics. Me too. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that being said, we like comics. Uh, so hopefully you will enjoy uh, listening to this and hopefully enjoy listening to the life of Dick Grayson. Uh, so that being said, are we good to go? I think so. Yeah, it's getting dark outside. Let's hit it. See y'all later. Like and subscribe. <laughs>